You're listening to DraftKings Network. Cooligans Podcast, episode hey, number one. Hey, we did it. One, we actually started. <laughs> That's the hardest part, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming together <laughs> and doing what we said we were going to do. You know how often, especially like uh, in any business endeavor, especially comedy-related stuff, yeah. it's getting started? Getting started is the big one. Whoa. If yeah. you meet New York City comedians and you say, hey, I, let's, uh, let's meet up and do this thing, we might have coffee that, yeah. that one time, yeah. and then that's it. And well, we have the meeting. Yeah, the meeting is the meeting is the best. The, the meeting is the, the yeah. meeting is fun. Yeah, the meeting is uh, doesn't require pretty much any work. No, and so <laughs> when uh, but after the meeting, oh, nothing happens. That's that's a rough. Uh, maybe an email about the notes <laughs> from the meeting goes out, and everyone has like a positive feeling. But this is it. Yeah, I think we're both referencing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we the were Spanish. Both, we we were at a meeting with each other. Yeah, <laughs> with each other, and we were both looking at each other like this is never gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, but we talked about it as if it would. By the way, no one knows who or what. We literally started this <laughs> podcast in the middle that's of, a, f- of a conversation. That's how fun we are. Yeah, that's how fun we are. Guys, <laughs> buckle your seatbelts because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, let's say who we are, man. I'm Alexis Guerreros. I'm Christian Polanco. Jesus Christ. We are two hilarious New York City comedians. Um, we have a couple things in common. We're both Latin, right? Yeah, you know? that's yeah, that's uh, uh, one of them. We literally, those are probably, we only have it's like two things in common. Everything else we're pretty much polar opposites on. <laughs> no, but we, we do have a, there is some chemistry. There's incredible chemistry. You know, and, uh, over, I think uh, the, the amount of time that we do this, we'll, we'll sort of uh, explore that a bit more. Mm-hmm. But I, Which is code for hate each other. <laughs> well, I remember, I mean, when I first uh, met you, I, yeah, I, I, your uh, name I heard around. But yeah. when I first, you know, those first few conversations, I'm like, all right. Good dude. Chill. You're a pretty chill guy. Did you hate me? I did not hate you. Before you met me? No, no. I heard your name a bunch. I actually, the only thing I thought about you, because I heard your name so often, was that I thought you had been doing comedy a lot longer than I have. Oh, really? And and we had started almost around the same time. Yeah, the exact same Uh, time. So that was the the only uh, uh, preconception. Okay, because I I did not like you. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That is. But here we are. 100% true. (laughs) Uh, I liked you after I talked you okay but before that i had built up this person that you were based on photos online <laughs> and and stuff that you're you were doing and i was like i'm not gonna like this guy <laughs> and i wanted to like you and that was the thing i wanted to like you but i had this thing in the back of my head where i'm like it's gonna be this cocky prick yeah because you know like you're tall and good looking and and you thank were you, thank you know you. like you were doing that show you were doing well, this has nothing to do with soccer right now <laughs> but anyway you <laughs> were doing a show where it took place in a hotel so like you would dress That's up right. nicely and all the photos you guys were dressed up and everyone's laughing in your photos and i was like fuck this no, guy. nobody's laughing in your photos no one <laughs> no not, now i mean well also i wasn't taking any photos i was just doing stand-up no one cared the other thing we have in common Besides the fact that all of this background information that has just spilled out, we've never said to each other personally exactly. until we turned this mic on. <laughs> Imagine we, you said something I didn't like, and I was like, podcast over, yeah. before yeah. it even starts. Slam, first segment, <laughs> oh, podcast is over. The other thing you and I have in common is that we are uh, big soccer fans. Yeah. Huge. Uh, particularly, I mean, you like more, do you like, you're not a big, you're not as big a fan of the English league as I am, right? No, I, I have a, uh, a weird uh fascination with with soccer where uh i don't i don't think we ever talked about this but uh 
my introduction really to soccer was the FIFA video games. Mm-hmm. I, which is true for a lot of Americans. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I used to work at GameStop. Uh, well, well, yeah. uh, I worked at GameStop for about five years of my life. And your buddy had that massive Barca tattoo. That's right. right? He, yeah. he was he was the uh, the manager, the assistant manager. He had yeah. a, a Barca uh, tattoo on his uh, calf. Yeah, uh, and a large calves. Yeah, large <laughs> tattoo, very visible. You yeah. can uh, hide it or whatever. Uh, but yeah, when FIFA came out on PlayStation Two, uh, that's when I was just on board, man. I just yeah. I, I'm I'm also kind of good at video. I'm pretty good at FIFA. Yeah, I'm pretty good at video games in general. I grew up obsessed with it, and my brothers, you know, very, we were very competitive. Yeah, so. I'm pretty good at FIFA, and you came into my house one day and just ripped me apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just uh, you know, I embarrassed you. Your wife was like, uh, yeah. I don't know if I could do this anymore. Yeah, no, we saw therapists. <laughs> that's what we call our deli guys, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm pretty good, and yeah. I I lo- I love the game. I, I you know it's beyond just liking it. Yeah. I really want to be good at it, yeah. and I do not like to lose. Yeah, uh, in no, that you game. don't. Uh, and I'm oddly not that competitive in life. No, but in video games, but you buckle down, man. When I played with you, you were quiet. Yeah, you were zoned in. Just I did not exist. Focus. Yeah, and I was like, I'm trying to have fun. I'm like joking around. You didn't say a goddamn thing. You came into my house prepared, ready to go. You took your shoes off. You did three push-ups, and you started the game. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my bandana, my bandana was on. Uh, yeah. You turn your hat backwards. <laughs> bandana and hat. Very odd. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that that's literally how I learned about most of the most of the teams yeah. i i think i i uh you know connected more with not, not even necessarily the especially the epl teams just more like the, the particular players yeah uh you know i knew their sort of like stats in the yeah. game and and what they were good at how to use them exactly yeah uh and yeah the the so i got fifa every single year after that yeah and just got more and more right now my team in uh epl video game and fifa wise everton like playing with them yeah uh, i like lukaku i like that they're because uh, i don't like picking the really really big me teams. neither never been a fan of that because they're it's a weird uh, uh yeah you kind of have an advantage but they're like ronaldo is too ridiculously fat and i get that in real life he's probably yeah this yeah. is also it's it's probably it's accurate yeah it's very exact but when like when when it's like uh, uh you know uh, you know Barcelona and and Real Madrid also ga- when you play with those big teams you're only playing like the same four teams exactly you only play Barca you only play Man U you only play like Arsenal yeah I like I like when you pick a, a Everton you get to play like uh, FC Porto you yeah get to, you get to play like the uh, uh, fun teams fun teams that, that yeah. are like you know that where, where the games are actually good and not just like one player can dominate yeah and uh, I um for that purpose I picked a lot of MLS teams like the last few years i stopped playing last year because yeah. it was taking too much time away from stand-up uh because i became addicted to it i there were nights where i wouldn't go to bed it'd be seven in the morning i'm like oh fuck i didn't sleep yeah yeah you know and my wife's like are you doing anything today i'm like of course <laughs> uh i slept on the couch by mistake <laughs> um you know but yeah i for me the intro was also fifa yeah yeah um also you know it just so happened that the world cup had just happened in the u.s and i was like really into it and mm-hmm. i went to some of the first uh metro stars games in the mls and i realized pretty quickly it wasn't the same level of mm-hmm. quality, but you know it was kind of exciting to go nonetheless and and check it out. And uh, I just became a massive fan of Arsenal at that time. Before, right around the time of the World Cup, they started showing some uh, Premier League games. Um, the Premier League, I think, started in '92, so it was kind of exciting. Um, and they started showing two teams on tape delay. So there was you had to pick basically Arsenal or Man U. 
And I remember playing with Arsenal in FIFA. On or like, fi- like on what? Uh, like players, like those players. No, like, no, but you were playing FIFA on what system? Oh, God, was that Sega Genesis maybe? Oh, my God, that, yeah, that long ago. Like okay. 94, 96, maybe the yeah. first PlayStation, maybe the first PlayStation by that point. Okay. I really don't remember, to be completely honest. It might have been the first PlayStation. Yeah, I don't, I mean, in the 90s, I don't re- even remember what video. I may have played one soccer game once. Yeah, this was like, like 95, 96. Yeah. It must have been 96 was the first one. I still have it in my mother's house because um, I bought FIFA every year after and until last year. But I remember like, oh, I know who Thierry Henry is. He was on the French team, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, I, like, in, I was in love with his style of play because he was like one of those guys that would just like cut into He reminded me of like the N1 mixtape tour. Like he would go at people. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Bergkamp was on that team. And, I mean, this is, of course, a little after all this. But, like, guys, like even I even liked the Nelka before, um, you know, Thierry Henry came. And uh, I just love the team. So I was like, yeah, this is my team. And I've been following Arsenal ever since. Now, outside of that, we also have another thing in common. Uh, we're both, I don't know if I mentioned this already, we're both uh, New York City Football Club season ticket holders. Yeah, you didn't mention it yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, we are. Yeah, uh, and, and I have you to thank for that. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I mean, I'm just glad you went because I was like, <laughs> who the fuck am I going to... need a, a friend. Please. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, at that time, I bought two season tickets yeah. because I didn't want to miss out um, on being one of the founding members. And I, ha- I was talking to the team um, about like doing some media stuff for them with their first president. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'll just get the two and I'm sure they'll reimburse me. Uh, that president left, new president came in. They were no longer interested in me doing stuff for them. So now <laughs> I had these two season tickets, which I still plan to go anyway. So I just sold the other one. And then you had already purchased the ticket next to me. So that's I was right. like, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I had gone to uh, a bunch of Metro Stars games uh, in the early aughts uh, yeah. with uh, what my good friend Johans and uh, who you, you know you, he comes to the NYCFC games yeah. also, and uh, he got me into uh, going to games. He's Colombian. He grew up, uh, you know. That's it's. I mean, it's his life. J- yeah. J- Johns actually has a, a really. He could have played soccer. I mean, he's really good. He could have really? played, but he didn't. He had to, yeah. He had like a girlfriend in high school. He got offered a scholarship and turned it down. Because he was like, I want to girls. This yeah. is the big dude. Which big dude? The dude we meet at the games? Yeah. Not when he's not large. He's not a no. large person. But yeah, he's, he's a, a little bit. John, he's not big. Come on. Alexis. He's a chubbier dude. The dude with the cool Columbia zip up? Oh, no, no. That's Steven. That's Steven. Yeah. Okay. The other guy. The other yeah, guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, good shape. Yeah. <laughs> good, great guy. shape. Guy's great shape. Yeah. <laughs> you can bounce a quarter off his ass. I've done it multiple times. No. Uh, so... Uh, he he's the one who really introduced me to like uh, uh, being a fan and and uh, I and I immediately connected I you know with his family like that connection to yeah. soccer that actual passion South Americans treat soccer yeah like it's I mean religion isn't even enough to explain it <laughs> that's right I mean it's like religions during the Crusades it's you know it's yeah it was uh it was I had never seen passion for a sport and you're 100 percent dominican right yeah and dominicans don't really play the sport of soccer no, no it's more don't. baseball yeah more ba- and but also even with baseball it's like they love baseball the way we love baseball here yeah. where it's like you're interested you're just you're you have good arguments about it you, yeah you're sort of interested in uh especially about particular players but not teams I, dominicans are, are very focused on like what dominicans are on every team yeah uh, a lot of red sox fans yeah, yeah, because Big Bobby, yeah, yeah. Oh and Pedro God. Martinez and Manny Ramirez. I th- I th- I'm I'm this close to considering going to the Pedro Martinez uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony at, in Cooperstown. But really? it's like it's like a seven hour drive. That's what I think. That's the only oh. thing I'm afraid of. But it's like it's like in three weeks. Yeah, you're thinking of going? I'm thinking of going. Jeez. Oh uh, man, just what, fucking. I mean, dude, I, I'm I'm 
mostly Cuban. I'm half Cuban, half Uruguayan, but I only grew up with my Cuban side uh, because my uh, my father really wanted to be Puerto Rican <laughs> and leave us leave our family. Uh, no, he. Uh, so I don't know a lot about Uruguayan culture, but the more I loved about soccer, the more I got in touch with my Uruguayan culture. Yeah. So I mean, in the end, I, I think what we're both trying to explain to you guys uh, listening uh, is how we fell in love with the sport. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna say we're, you're trying to explain how we really wish our dads were in our lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boy, is that gonna be over? That is gonna that is gonna be a theme that is gonna live throughout all this. Wonder why we became comics and why we're trying so hard. Uh, but I think what I, I think what we're both trying to explain is um, sort of uh, how we became fans of. Yeah. Um, of the uh, of the sport of soccer, and I mean, you and I aren't—I wouldn't call ourselves uh, radical or or crazy addicted, but this is something that we talk about all the time, every day. I read—I've downloaded the 166-page FIFA, you know, uh, you know, documents <laughs> yeah. um, from the FBI, and I read it like a book. It's amazing, which which means I haven't finished it. <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm so interested in the sport. It's a world sport. I mean, if people know. Other comedians know us for a few things, like you know, obviously our stand-up being Latin is uh, something that comes up in our stand-up a lot. Um, but whenever something happens with like pizza or soccer, they come to me, and people know you love soccer as well. Yeah, uh, for me, it's uh, anything happens with it. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah. any computer, yeah, stuff or uh, podcast. Uh, have people people ask you how to set up podcasts? Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. Hey, do you mind if I send you an email just to make sure I'm, I don't know how to do anything? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, that's. Can fine. you just hold my hand through this whole process? You yeah. know, just just do uh, do what you like. I don't want to do what you did to learn yeah. everything. Yeah, I don't want to go through the process of googling <laughs> stuff. I want to talk to you. Exactly. I get that a lot, and uh, you know, when something ever, whenever something, I one of my favorite things is uh, I was wearing an Arsenal jersey under an Arsenal zip up that I have with my Arsenal scarf on. It was right after a big match. I didn't get a chance to go home. I went to a show after that, and Mike Denny, who's another comic in New York, who's just one of these cool like. Like, just, like, the chillest, like, ex-skateboarding hip-hop fiend pothead. Yeah. And uh, he was, like, he looks at me, and he doesn't say anything. He's just got, like, a shit-eating grin on his face. And I go, what? He goes, ain't no one in New York got your swag, man. (laughs) And I was, like, what does that mean? He's, like, look at all this soccer stuff you got on. People looking at you, they wish they knew what you were talking, what this (laughs) stuff was. And he's talking about, like, I'm wearing, like... You know, DK, not, that's not even famous. Like, I'm wearing, like, yeah. you know, something famous. I don't know, like Michael Kors or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm walking around in an Oscar de la Renta. He, it's Arsenal gear. And he's like, dude, no one's got this swag, baby. <laughs> he's like, you come out here, man. People wish they had what you had. And I was like, it's not expensive. I mean, it is expensive. I wish it wasn't as expensive. But it's just soccer gear. And but I guess that's what we're, like, known for now. I guess. I think what's, what's, what's happening and what's sort of exciting is that uh, soccer, I mean, when I grew up, soccer was gay if you liked it you yeah, know like, it was a very feminine exactly uh, g- no one treated it. i have a joke i say on stage where a friend actually asked me he's like oh you like watching a bunch of dudes run around and suck each other's dicks and i was like i don't think you're watching soccer you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> i don't think you're watching the sport i'm watching i think you're watching videotapes from under your father's bed but the, the, the thing that's happening is that the the sport itself is becoming uh, just w- generally more much more accepted yeah it's gaining a lot of respect yeah and yeah. and but uh, you know, uh, compared to the other sports, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a, obviously every sport is competing with each other for eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, and for the easy way to keep soccer out of uh, competing with any other sport is just by calling it feminine. Yeah. And, uh, by, by saying it's like not a masculine sport, especially when America is, you know, just 
enthralled. I mean, half of half of Sports Center used to be not anymore after the concussion stuff, but it used to be all like the biggest hits from the weekend, uh-huh. and it was a bunch of dudes going, "Oh!" Every time someone got completely, <laughs> every time someone couldn't remember their name anymore, <laughs> they was, were yelling, "Oh!" That was, I mean, yeah, that's something you cheer for. Yeah, yeah, people <laughs> almost killing themselves. Uh, but it's it's uh, we were talking about it uh, off air, but uh, the Women's World Cup, yeah, and how many twenty five million people. Watch that. Yeah. Set records here. What's the Women's World Cup? That's so, the Women's World Cup. And so that's it. I, enough with the soccer. soccer yeah, that's corny. corny. It's just a bunch of people running around. That's it. That is it's done. Over. It's, it's over. over. It's over. It, it, Isn't yeah. it insane <laughs> that we get to be a part of that, that the world now where, because yeah. we almost had to hide the fact that we were soccer fans growing up. Well, it, it, it's, it's like a weird thing. Uh, uh, yeah, because you, you almost worry like you're not going to be accepted yeah. uh, for it. But or the, I hated this, and I know you probably got this. If you ever wore like a soccer jersey or anything or you talked about it, be like, well, you're, you're Hispanic. Of course you love the sport. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the two countries that we associate <laughs> most with, Dominican Republic and Cuba, are not fans of the sport. Exactly. It's less of a sport than it is in this country. So I'm like, that's not an excuse. It's another part. And like, we don't get it. You all speak Spanish. So you're all the same to me. <laughs> My brother, uh, he, he plays handball professionally. Right. Uh, and we Whatever. We can talk about this some other time. But yeah. he, he's like literally one of the best handball yeah. players on earth. But he's he, the Jordan of handball. <laughs> pretty much. He is. He travels a lot to play and he goes all over Europe. He's been to so many uh, European countries and countries that, you know, I really wouldn't be able to go to. Right. Uh, and he always uh, he knows I love soccer, so he always gets me a soccer jersey from every uh, oh, country he goes I'm so to. So jealous. Uh, and I have I have about uh, I think I have about ten. I have like uh, one. I have a Ronaldinho from Brazil. I have a uh, uh, Marse- uh, Marseille uh, from yeah. France. Uh, and uh, yeah, and what I do is every time I play basketball with a bunch of comics, usually yeah. uh, on Saturdays, and I uh, instead of wearing a basketball jersey, I always wear. A soccer, a soccer jersey yeah. while I cross dudes up. Yeah. Son, just hitting fades. Yeah. Breaking fade. ankles. <laughs> Breaking ankles. I'm like, yo, you're going you're gonna to learn about, yeah. about how to get schooled in two sports. Yeah, Marseille. <laughs> Marseille just uh, dropped a dime on you. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it's been great. I love, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. You're a skip to my Lukaku. <laughs> Uh, that's a. If anyone that's gets that a, reference, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if anyone gets that reference, please email us at soccercooligans at gmail dot com. I would be very impressed if you got that reference. Um, on the next segment, uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go away for a second. We're gonna come right back, and we're gonna talk about some of the ideas that uh, you and I have to uh, grow the sport. Yeah, yeah, grow the sport in the U.S. So if you're listening outside of this, outside of the uh, U.S., if you're listening from England or anywhere else where the where the sport is established, I think you're gonna enjoy this. Uh, we're not gonna talk about like you know how to change the rules like they did in the MLS. We're gonna talk about ways to actually grow it here in this country. Uh, hopefully, you guys are excited. We're excited. That's the first segment coming up. Segment number two of our first podcast. Cooligans, I'm Alexis. Christian Polanco. Uh, we'll be right back, guys. 63. Here is Spartan Stadium as Aroha dances past lead. Ronaldo. Ronaldo on the left foot. Keeping it on the right now. Looking for the shot. Gets it by Pusco. Hey guys, welcome back to the Cooligans Podcast. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Uh, off air, we were we were talking about a bunch of stuff. We were talking about ideas 
to grow the MLS. M- um, so we're NYC. Specifically the MLS, because it seems like the sport in general is doing a pretty good job of growing. Yeah, I mean, the the the, the sport globally is really having no issue. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, millions. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, ridiculous amounts of millions of people right. watch soccer. I would say everyone besides us, Australia and China, are all in tuned <laughs> into what's going on. Yeah, so... Okay, so this is the first time I've been a season ticket holder for an MLS team. Is this the first time you're a season ticket holder for anything? Yeah. Yeah, I, me I too. Feel, I feel like, I don't know what one percenters feel like necessarily, Yeah, <laughs> but th- I feel like I'm getting closer to that. Yeah, doesn't it feel weird? I, you know, and this is a this is a trip because I've talked about this with a British friend I have. Being a season ticket holder in, 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 in the world of soccer is not a heavy financial commitment. Being a season ticket holder to any American sport is yeah. a massive financial commitment. That's right. Um, I know guys that are grandfathered in to pretty low prices for like uh, the New York Giants, which has a 20-year waiting list for season tickets. Yikes. And they're, I mean, they're grandfathered into low costs, and they're still paying upwards of five to $10,000 a year. Just on that. I mean, that's... For eight these, games. For eight games. Eight games at home. I mean, that's it's a big commitment you know mm-hmm. when i found out new york city football club was a little over 300 dollars, i almost fell out of my seat you know <laughs> i was like this is amazing yeah even if i was even if the team wasn't good yeah. when you told me the price i'm like you know what i I'm, i mean i'm not rich but i've i've thrown away that kind of money absolutely on much just dumber things i've forgotten to return clothes that didn't fit <laughs> to an online retailer because it was it's too much <laughs> yeah. of a hassle right i just i rather and by the lose way i the have <laughs> nothing <laughs> i mean my wife makes good money i'd rather I, lose yeah. the money than do then click on a few <laughs> yeah buttons uh, and then you got to print something then, out oh, come on and then who you got to go to a, a post office who has the time i mean come on when do we both become <laughs> seinfeld <laughs> I want the world to know that there's two comedians, <laughs> two comedians you've never heard of talking about how we've thrown away dollars, <laughs> and I can probably sit here for the next hour and mention times I've thrown away at least $300. Yeah. I mean, just going to AC or Atlantic City or like, you know, Empire Well, Casino. AC is Atlantic City. Yeah. But if for everyone listening who didn't know that, uh, the um, we've thrown away. I mean, it's an incredible 17 games. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and uh, the okay, so so that got us. Yeah, that that was that was a, a low cost of entry. Certainly a, a big help, uh, definitely. But we were already fans of the sport, correct? Yeah. Uh, but I used to go to Red Bulls games and Metro Stars games, and I would get, like that. I used to get, <laughs> uh, you know, we all make mistakes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I used to get like five game ticket packages, ten game ticket packages. So I would go to yeah. a good amount of games. Yeah, but the feeling. The uh, I have watching the games now versus how I did then. It, it felt very casual. I'm like, oh, cool game. Things here. are happening. Things, all right, yeah. interesting. Uh, and I would watch Henri and I would watch uh, Juan Pablo Angel. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, cool. This is uh, like it's cool to see these good players. But I've never been this invested in. You feel like a part of it, right? It's, uh, I, I it's hard to explain, but I literally feel like a part of it. <laughs> I would also say you and I have a very different experience than most other fans. Correct. Uh, very recently, we uh, Christian Polanco and I uh, went to one of the player meeting greets. Oh man, wasn't that great? And if we're talking about ideas to grow the sport, if this happened to everyone, <laughs> if, this, if recom- we could find a way to get this to happen for people, yes, yes I recommend, recommend every player, every 
fan get a chance to do this? Oh my god, it was great. Uh, I'll make it short, but we're sitting there, and I mean, we we immediately became the fun ones of this meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were getting drunk and sitting at the bar, and instead of waiting in line with everyone else, we were simply throwing our scarves <laughs> over the bar and waiting for the for the players to come to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty soon, players, I guess, had heard behind the curtain of the two drunk guys, <laughs> well, uh, especially when I started yelling at some of the players. Sure, well, I mean, it was one drunk guy. Yeah, it was just you. Yeah. Uh, oh come on, <laughs> I was very sober. You were laughing. <laughs> I was laughing. You're funny. And we both had beers in our hands. Yeah. Or you had a cider, I think. Had a cider. And so people knew let's, us uh, let's of also, the rowdy ones. Let's not shit on cider because it yeah. you know, has a higher alcoholic content than yeah. uh, you know other beers. Than so beer. Let's Boy, are you prepared for that fight? Because <laughs> you were like, I'm on one the, more time. I'm on the offensive. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, you're ready for it. I don't mind cider. It's weird to me to see a pint glass with ice in it. That's all. Okay. Um, but long story short, we start throwing our scarves over our founding member scarves, mm-hmm. and players are like, "Oh, that's right. We heard about you guys, the rowdy ones at the bar." Mm-hmm. And like the people sitting next to us, like, "Thanks so much." And we just had a great time until one of our favorite players, rookie uh, Ky- Kyrie Shelton. Kyrie Shelton. Uh, you hand him a business card. We were we were pretty half in the bag at this point. Yeah. You hand him your business card for being a stand up and invite him to your show. Exactly. And he immediately responds with, Oh, that's right, both of you are comedians online. I know you guys. Uh. And you and I acted like a like two little girls <laughs> uh, who a one direction member gave us a rose. I, I was mean, <laughs> I was I mean, I've never been more flattered yes. in my life. My voice had never gotten that high pitched. <laughs> there's there's okay, I'll I'll say this definitively. No man yeah. has ever made me feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know gr- when a girl gives you attention, gives you some play, you're like, whoa, this is. I never thought I had a chance with her. I wow. Mean, it's the, more, more than flattered. We reacted. <laughs> I was like, stop it. I really said yeah. that. I was like, no, you don't. I slapped his arm. I slapped the man's arm. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I, did, I, really, I, was, I was speechless. It was so... Like, oh, you look at you how sweet you yeah, are. Yeah, I know. Oh, shut up. No, you don't. <laughs> I, it's literally, I became like a sassy. I became my sister. I, that definitely, make, like, uh, 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 you know, validated yeah. even more yeah. this, like, oh, yeah. they Not only, like, we feel like we're a part of the team just being the stand supporting them. Yeah. But when the guy's like, yeah, I know you. Yeah. Then it's like, all right, well, then we're, we're also like we're invited to locker room. Or yeah. What? Like, so that's it. Let's all go get drinks <laughs> after this. Right. All right. We're, we're in. So all of a sudden you and I are on the other side of the, of the rope. We're like, yeah, look at these people. Right. They come over here to see us. Yeah, like we're, we're part of the players. Yeah. Without having to work out, without having to work out uh, or train or be good at soccer. Uh, our lives are so crazy. Yeah. Right. Is it amazing? <laughs> all right. Well, for the average fan, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, you brought this question up to me and I thought it was genius. A sport that neither of us follow, cricket. Correct. Yeah. So the idea is like, if so, to some people, soccer is a sport so unfamiliar. Right. What cricket is to us, soccer is to them. Exactly. Yeah. So if somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, we're uh, we're starting uh, a cricket, uh, you know, a national cricket league in the U.S." Right. (laughs) (laughs) We are looking to get you as a fan. We want you to come to games. We want you to watch. The game on TV, yeah, you don't really get it. It's I guess it's kind of like baseball. Is it baseball? I don't know. You know, you you're confused by it. Yeah, it's it. You know, uh, uh, but we want you to watch. How can we excite you about watching cricket? I mean, besides like free tickets, <laughs> and then even then, I'd be like, hey, maybe if I don't want to go, 
Um, I think the, I probably the only thing that would get me really excited and going to games and really caring uh-huh. is if they had my family in a basement with guns to their head. <laughs> That's honestly okay. So, it's, but outside of that, they would have to <laughs> they would have to kidnap lots of families. Yeah, they'd have to be to hostages. Really, a big really basement. <laughs> we're talking here. This is a big basement. It, it's it's. But like, I think you and I mentioned we got into the sport through playing the video games. Yeah. Right. Like, what if there was an cricket. exciting cricket video game? That is very true. Like EA Sports, do they have one? They don't. I don't think they. I, that's I think a they good did. Point. They did actually. You know, when you hear some crazy One World Sports, which is the channel that um, has, uh, they have the Cosmos, the New York Cosmos, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll put in a boo after this. Um, <laughs> they have the New York Cosmos. They have like uh, they have like all these fringe sports, and cricket is one of them. Like the they have like the Asian soccer leagues, like mm-hmm. the AFCs. Um, or the AFL, whatever it's called. Uh, they have like all these like random leagues that no one really cares about yeah. too much. They're all fringe. They have a lot of like uh, Indian and Pakistani um, uh, cricket leagues. And when I went down there, I was in one of their commercials. Uh, so I was down in the offices okay. hanging out, and uh, they were all playing video games. I was like, that's a really cool office. And they're like, no, they're making us play a cricket game. The last one I think was like 2012. And they're making them play it so that they get an, an understanding of the rules. Okay. And the one guy's like, it's actually kind of an exciting sport. But the one thing I know about cricket is it takes like five days sometimes <laughs> for a match I, to end. I don't. Like, I don't know very much about it. Uh, the, I, I think uh, this is weird. Did you see uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox? No. It, the, the the claymation movies. Like I know it. about it, but I didn't see it. Uh, but there's a game on the. the uh, it, I think it's called like Wicket or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I I forget the exact name, but it's almost like almost the exact rules, but like with weird like flaming pine cones but it's so it's, it's sort of yeah. like, like cricket and when i heard that description of the game i'm like that's pretty exciting oh so that's the closest <laughs> you've come to cricket well i know i know it you know sometimes they they sh- on espn they'll show like the 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 the, the world cup of cricket they'll show yeah. some of the highlights and they you know it's basically it's like similar to baseball without a glove it seems like a very archaic baseball it seems like a very old yes style of baseball uh, and i know that pisses off a lot of people listening right now yeah because to them, I mean, the way we care about soccer, some people, I mean, especially when countries play each other, which is a big thing. Most American sports don't have countries playing each other, really. Hockey has that. Yeah. But if we played NFL football versus, like, England's national NFL football <laughs> team, like, it'd be a demi- it would be demoralizing. Yeah. You know, stretchers well, would get more the, exercise. The country itself is, is more divided just because it's so huge. Uh, yeah. Like most, you know, Europe doesn't have, you know, England itself is as a pretty small yeah. uh, country in UK or whatever. So yeah. the, 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 the division between teams is uh, uh, they, there's, there's not that. That's why the, 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 the world cup is sort of exciting for so- It's only time soccer seems to be uniting is right. when the United States uh, play, but w- with the local leagues there, there's not enough uh, uh, groundswell and excitement for each sort of lo- local team yeah. for a casual fan. To sort of know about it, every it seems like MLS fans are very. I like it, and right. but I you're new. You're new to liking it, even though you went to. I mean, would you have called yourself a fan of the MLS before you when you were doing your five and ten game? Very, very ca- a casual fan. I, I At mean, best. I knew about it, and yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm definitely aware. Were of, you watching the MLS Cup every year? Honestly, uh, not every year, yeah. but I, I, I knew it was on and yeah. I was sad when I missed it. Yeah. And you <laughs> you uh, you looked up the score and I you wanted d- to see y- who won. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I mean, the, when Beckham was playing and, and when Beckham arrived, I was like, oh, wow, like this yeah. is it legitimizes the sport uh, w- without a doubt. I, I mean, I think Americans with all their sports are much more uh, they, they uh, add credence to it when there's a star. Yeah. Star power is so important. 
to for to uh, uh, you know American uh, uh, fandom. Yeah, whatever. absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know it's funny. We were talking about um, ways to uh, grow the sport. Uh, Sepp Blatter, who's not not we're not big fans of. Yeah, had an idea, very controversial for this recent Women's World Cup. That's right. Um, I don't know if you heard. I don't know if we, we talked about this too much, but uh, he wanted. He thought a great idea would be if the women of the different national teams uh, for the Women's World Cup wore hot pants and tighter shirts. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously people got very, very angry. Yeah, people got very upset. It was a very sexist uh, comment. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, it probably would. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. It, it's The final was the most viewed soccer game of all time in the yeah. U.S. So maybe it doesn't need something as stupid or kitschy as that. But I think it would help all men and women. Oh yeah! If if, if every sport was sexier, yeah, more people would watch. More people would watch it <laughs> without, without a doubt. doubt. <laughs> yeah, right. I think. Although, I mean, no one's watching the lingerie football league. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't. When the I, clips come up on ESPN, you're watching. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know where those fans are. I, they exist. Yeah. The league yeah. exists. Somebody, somebody cares. I think it's only like five games. That's their season. <laughs> it's some ridiculous number. It's like nine games. Why? Because there's uh, so many ACL injuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many titty injuries. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got an LT. We got a left titty. Up. We got a puller. But um, you know what's funny? Like this reminds me of uh, the women's basketball uh, when they do like the 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 FIBA. Mm-hmm. The World Games, um, or sometimes in the Olympics, the Australian women's team wears like a one-piece, like a, a swimsuit, like almost basically, like really? a, like a unitard almost. But that's short shorts, and wow. they're very like they're oh, not low cut, like but a you know, singlet, almost. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that is, but I think you're right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what wrestlers wear, like for Olympic wrestling. Yeah, oh, so, oh, yes, imagine that, but it's uh, way more form fitting. Um, okay. In other words, it's almost like curved specifically for for like. Um, a slightly more uh, female type of body than uh, than a male sort of wrestler, yeah. um, and it's you know it's I mean it's you know you're watching you're like oh my god you know it's close okay. to beach volleyball here, <laughs> you know because beach volleyball they barely wear anything yeah. men and women by the way correct um, but uh, yeah I was just thinking about it for the sport like it wouldn't hurt like I think even for the men I mean I wouldn't care if Messi's running around in some short shorts and a tight shirt I mean, first of all all the jerseys are super tight now they come in with like little rubber. Uh, there's like little rubber parts on the inside so that it won't it like so like <laughs> it won't it, explode so like it no so like it hugs your muscles which for me not necessary <laughs> you know what I mean I, I let's just say I have many layers of that built on myself well the people got uh, mad at Sepp Blatter mostly because it was Sepp Blatter saying it yeah that context is very important yeah uh, uh, and who has the credibility to make a statement like that but let's take a statement and go one step further not just the women if Cristiano Ronaldo is running around on TV in some short shorts. Basically hugging his stuff. <laughs> and you can see how excited he gets every time he scores. Yeah. I mean, he whips his shirt off and he flexes. Great looking guy. Yeah. I'm not taking that away from him. Kyrie, you're still number one in all of our books. <laughs> I want you to know that. I don't care what people are saying right now. Uh, when you're listening to this, don't get upset. But we're just talking about as far as exposure, uh, which is probably the perfect term for what we're talking about right now. If Cristiano Ronaldo was running around in some skin tight, long John Silver, yeah. you know, short shorts. Would the I think more people, I, which is hard to imagine, more people watching this. I sport. mean, we we saw how insane everybody went over LeBron's penis in the NBA Finals. Oh my God! You know, this would Kim Kardashian break the internet. Yeah, much 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 more. Yeah. than uh, you know uh, LeBron's penis or, or Kim Kardashian's ass. Yeah, so. I, the I, world, the world would stop. Uh, yeah, well, the the world. I mean, we're all just disgusting animals. Yeah, of and course. Y- y- look, even 
I'm, not, I'm the it, first one to admit it. Yeah. I, I'm not interested in, uh, in in penises. No. Generally. Yeah. But if there's some celebrity, yes. some some sports star who has his penis like in game, if it appears when when it really shouldn't be. When there. it shouldn't be, it's not <laughs> supposed to be. But. It, I, of course, I looked it up. Yeah. I'm curious, just yeah. like everybody else. I love how in the first segment, we tried to explain that soccer is no longer a feminine sport. For, an effeminate <laughs> sport. Yeah. And it's like people thought it was. And now here we are talking about Cristiano Ronaldo's <laughs> day. Just two dudes <laughs> talking about Cristiano Ronaldo's Wait, junk. Look, what, look regardless uh, uh, of where, how people feel about their own sexuality. Yeah. Penises would excite the sport. Yeah. It would, would in, in ignite. It would ignite it. The, the <laughs> fans, right? It would be it would be insane. Dangerous around Team Chile with what they what they did to Uruguay. Yeah. For those of you who didn't watch, full goose, they got a full goose in there. That's right. I mean, it looked like he was picking up a bowling ball, <laughs> but the bowling ball was Cavani's butthole. This was uh, against uh, Uruguay. Uruguay, yeah. yeah. And I'm half Uruguayan. Yeah. Uh, part that shocked me the most: lack of reaction from Cavani. <laughs> Two fingers, middle and ring. Are going near your rectum, uh, and no, you don't even. We, no, how many checkups that, does this guy that, get? That was that wasn't enough to startle him. No, that wasn't enough fingers. A simple. <laughs> I mean, he slapped the guy. You don't slap. I would be like, what? Your innocence is gone. <laughs> I'm the. I would be afraid to go back out there. Yeah, I would have yeah. a chest and I, belt. I, I don't know if people haven't seen this. This was a uh, Copa America, uh, Chile against Uruguay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, who was the guy? I don't know who the guy. I think it was Hara. Hara. Okay. J A R A, if I'm not mistaken. And he uh, Chilean defender, very good. Defender. Yeah, and he put his finger up uh, a, a midfield. Cavani's a midfielder. No, or forward? Uh, so for absolute striker. Yeah, so, center okay. forward. And he put uh, his uh, fingers up his butt. Yeah. Uh, over the shorts. He kind of looked like shorts. he was like going to pat his But it butt. really went in. I mean, he de- he definitely used he definitely the bowling ball finger yeah. positioning. Yeah. I mean, he it, he wanted yeah. great reference. I think it's a great reference for. <laughs> yeah. So just imagine if there was instead of two separate holes, one big one, <laughs> which we could assume based on the reaction. Uh, and, uh, you know, he just went, you know, like it was a yeah. and, and Cavani essentially tapped him on the chin. Not a punch. Not, did not jump backwards. Don't, did he even touch him? I think he didn't even he touch him. He lifted his hand up to like be like, get away from me. I, of course. And when anybody th- puts your, their finger up your butt, you want to be like, yeah, you yeah. want to be like, are you serious, yeah. bro? Like you're like you're in a like you're in a <laughs> DJ Khaled video. Your hands go up and they stay there. I think. <laughs> and uh, I mean, uncalled for. I've got, my innocence was gone in the sport. Yeah. I mean, if that can happen, it can happen to all of us at any time. Sure. I mean, it, it, it's so instead of short shorts, I say we use denim. Denim shorts. <laughs> you can't put a finger up someone's butt over the shorts if we're going with denim. Yeah. Those damn umbro shorts are just too loose. <laughs> too loose of fabric. Or I mean, they, they, they maybe have like those uh, those bicycle pants that have a protector. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what yeah. The, I think the soccer player is gonna need. Yeah, now. like uh, like one of those like rubberized pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially when you're playing Chile, which by the way won. They won. They won the Copa America. And, and this is what I talk about with soccer all the time. Like there's all like the simulation of being hurt and whatnot. Yeah. It's a strategic advantage. Spe- speaking of that, it, that that is a very big complaint. Uh, about from American fans and all all the simulation. All so the would that grow the sport if we got rid of simulation? Well, look, the MLS lets them play, and I think it's uh, I think it's harder to watch that type of soccer than it is to watch one that starts and stops a little more, because then I think you sort of gain a bit more respect yeah. for the other players. Well, I, you know, I, I think what's surprising for me, especially having gone to uh, more games, is how much they're calling dives. I don't know if this is a, a sort. Uh, very common in the world. Yeah, I think there uh, many more people are focusing in on it. Yeah, maybe it's because uh, uh, it doesn't seem like they call it much in uh, in the international 
games. It, it's they're I, trying more. It's a big. It's a big call. It's yeah, a it, tough it, call for a ref to make. Correct. Uh, but in I, you know, I've got how many games have we already gone to? Uh, maybe like I think like the first one we were at, they called like three dives. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like I've already seen about five yeah. calls for dives yeah. in, in in I don't know ten games or something, like that. which is insane. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but that's always a big complaint for American fans is that. Uh, they're like, oh, they're faking this and all the all the dumb <laughs> dives. Uh, I don't know. For it's me, the only way to stop a sport that doesn't have timeouts. Everyone yeah. gets a drink of water. It's kind of nice, you know. <laughs> it's a little, nice you little get, break. You get a free kick, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, even for me, I, I I would say that that is probably one of my biggest issues with soccer. It's like. Um, what if they were diving, but they were wearing skin tight short shorts? Oh, then I would I would look past. Yeah, then you look past, <laughs> right? You get to see everything slide across some grass, and uh, I think I think we've solved the problem of growing the sport in this country. <laughs> well, I, well the, the one thing I did want to mention was that like uh, the the concept of uh, of legacy of of having people. Uh, Having fr- like growing up a little bit of a culture where you want to bring friends to games or bring your children yeah. to games, that is you know baseball has that. Yeah, because so your grandfather watched it and he taught you about it. It was a way of bonding for yeah. males. But but there's something but MLS has had 20 years now. I think we're at that point now where get, yeah the kids who fell in love with it that are our age now or a little older. They're starting to have kids, and we're seeing a lot of kids at soccer games. Yeah, I, I, one of my favorite things is being on uh, being on the train going to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, uh, and uh, like a father and son are there, and they're both in jerseys. Uh, yeah, and it's like, and oh. some of these kids know more about the sport than I do. Yeah. I mean, they're like, well, you know, Thierry Henry won the World Cup this year. I'm like, what? How does he know that? He wasn't born. Sure. Yeah, that is cool. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, so I think. I think and also we live in a bubble being in New York City. We're like in a very international city. So mm-hmm. we get a lot of that where maybe if you there's some big soccer markets like St. Louis and stuff where they're big fans of the sport and they don't even have their own professional team. So I'm sure there's areas outside of that. But maybe if you're in Chicago, you're not seeing as much of that. Although yeah. seeing people in soccer jerseys isn't as weird as it used to be when we were growing up. I agree. Uh so that's it. I think the good sports growing. I think yeah. what we need to do is not only if you want, you know, people to bring their kids, everyone has to wear hot pants. Oh, sure. Right? Uh, oh, I mean... But Not first, the kids. But first... Yeah, don't worry. The kids Not the kids. But, but first, uh, if you want everybody to bring the kids, have kids. Yeah, have Do kids. That. That's, uh, that's sort yeah. of a requirement. What are you, my in-laws? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Now's the perfect time to break so I could wipe the cold sweat <laughs> off my brow. Uh, and, and, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about uh, the team that uh, we're following. And I think you and I, have men- we may not have mentioned it, but um, we're not massive... Uh, fans or knowledgeable of MLS just yet, but we're growing. We're becoming that yeah, we're through our fandom of NYCFC. And we love the sport. We love the league. I think the league is great. Uh, very we fun are, to watch. We are comedians first. Yeah, comedians first, and we're growing. And the, when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the different uh, things that we uh, just just our experiences with NYCFC uh, so far. And even if you're not a fan of the team, we understand. Uh, we're simply telling you our experiences as season ticket holders and some of the players coming in and how we think that that sort of you know, adjusts what we see so far. You know, far. I was I was on Periscope the other day. Yeah. And I was and I had my NYCFC hat on. Yeah. You know what the you know what the first comment was? What? Go Timbers. There you go. Look at that. That's what I, I love that. And people think we're gonna hate that. We love that because no. that means there's other MLS fans. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know this dude. And yeah. he was just like, Go Timbers. All right. Yeah. Little rivalry. I don't mind that. 
Were you just, did you have hot pants on when you were doing it? I mean, everyone just got to have hot pants on. <laughs> I was, I actually didn't have any pants on. Oh, perfect. I, just, I didn't aim the camera. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you get flagged. You're really good at Periscope, <laughs> by the way. Guys, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk a little bit about NYCFC. If you guys have any questions, don't forget, email us soccer, cooligan, C O O L I G A N S at gmail.com. Soccer tell, tell, yeah, tell us uh, how much you love the name, soccer cooligan <laughs> yeah, at gmail.com. Because we're still unsure. <laughs> uh, we're going to keep it because we're we can't think of anything better. Yeah, but it's great. Obviously, just couldn't be happier. Um, you know, if, I, if I'd have thought about being two years ago coaching Real Salt Lake and the thought of being able to come here and, and coach such a, a big club, important club, with with three players like uh, Lampard, Villa, and Pirlo, you know, I'd, have, I'd have jumped at that every every chance. Uh, what a terrific opportunity it is, and looking very much forward to working with guys like that. Yeah, that was uh, that was Jason Christ, manager, head coach. Uh, whatever people want to call him, of uh, NYCFC. He should be very excited. Yeah. Well, um, first of all, he's not in Utah anymore. I think that's... That's important. Probably a fun thing. No it really offense. Does, it does a lot no offense, to... Salt Lake City, <laughs> but... But it does a lot for, you know, people's self-esteem when they leave Utah. When they no longer have to be in Utah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to say that Utah is a punishment, but it's certainly not a prize. Yeah, yeah. Um, unless you're from a rural part of Utah, then being in Salt Lake is... The uh, big city. Uh, s- s- snowboard. I snowboard. That w- that's a great place to snowboard. Yeah, really? Yeah. I've, he- I've actually heard the city itself is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I've heard Salt Lake is a lot of fun. Um, I just assumed it was like a dry town. Like you couldn't get a drink there. Hey, look, this, this is how bad we feel about everything we say. We're like, okay, I know we, we're trying to be funny, but like, yeah. like we just don't really mean how. Uh, we don't want to offend anyone, <laughs> but we think we're better than you. Okay. And that's it. Uh, <laughs> again, this is the voice of Alexis Guerrero. So if you have any problems, feel free to write me an email at soccercooligans at gmail.com. Uh, and again, we're not sure if we like the name, uh, but Jason Christ seems to be enjoying seems to be enjoying his uh, experience here. How could he not? I mean, he's got. I mean, he's practically got a hold of what would be a very good European team with those three players right now. Correct. I mean, and here's the thing. I mean, uh, and, and everyone else listening to this, I know other teams have tried this um, and they've not succeeded. And it seems like in MLS. What seems to be working right now is more of like uh, having a better development squad. Um, a lot of teams have like the two, like RB uh, Red Bull has RBNY two mm-hmm. um, or N- NYRB, whatever they call themselves. You know, the Sounders have Sounders two. They have all these teams playing in the USL, and it seems to be stocking them up with you know people that are game ready and have a lot of talent and are very well. We don't have that yet. NY- New York City Football NY- Club does NY- not have that. CFC is like, yo, we're making it rain. Yeah, who <laughs> yeah. wants to <laughs> be <laughs> under that? fucking waterfall yeah everyone else is like at the stroke club and has like uh has like a plan we're there and we've just got bands we got racks on racks on racks and that's what we're trying to do right now bands to make pure little dance Mm -hmm. kid (laughs) if you got if you get that reference please email soccer cooligans at gmail.com yeah soccer cooligans at gmail.com that one directed directly towards christian polanco uh I mean, yeah, all right, so we're spending a lot of money. But here's the thing. I mean, everywhere else in the world, it's the teams that make the most money get to spend the most money because yeah. of financial fair play and other things. Uh, in, in the MLS, we have a cap. So uh, you're only allowed so much, but you can have three designated players that only so much of their contract, three hundred, roughly around $360,000, uh, goes towards the cap. And the cap, I think, is $1.8 I think, maybe. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. I probably have that number wrong. I usually know it. I don't know it right we'll now. We'll do our research for the yeah. next episode. We'll have that number. I mean, again, I'm <laughs> spitballing here. But it seems like, you know, I mean, look, if I told you that Atletico Madrid kept uh, Villa, 
got Lampard, you'd be like, oh, wow, right? And, oh, also Pirlo is joining them. You'd be like, oh, my God. Exactly. What a what a coup for Atletico Madrid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I if I told you Barca was doing that, you'd be like, man, why are they doing that? If I told you Real Madrid was doing that, maybe you'd be okay with it. If I told you Hull City were doing that, you'd be like, really? Yeah. Get out of here. I, you know what I mean? <laughs> I got to get tickets. Yeah, when we do it, it's like, oh, here we go, spending money on players that are out of it, that are yeah. old. Uh, or, oh, they're trying to buy a championship. Yeah, well, the Red Bulls tried it two years ago. They had one amazing player in Thierry Henry, and then Rafa Marquez, the worst person you could have possibly chosen. <laughs> uh, and then I think they spent their third DP on a German goalkeeper for half the season. Oh. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, this seems to be us. You know, we have a spine going down the center of the team. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a good team i mean they're they're great players we'll see if they can play together and people know who they are that's that's really that's if they're they're uh they're gonna sell tickets i mean there's no yeah you know let's not be crazy yeah i mean it's it's similar to what the yankees do sure uh but soccer is a different kind of sport it, it's like it they are uh you know some even red bulls fans during the during the the derby work sort of shitting mm. on uh, uh the way nycfc is already doing things yeah but soccer is a Soccer is obviously uh, inherently different, but there's something uh, to this team that I don't feel is very, like, corporate. No. Because they really show a lot of grit. They're, they're like a tough team. They're, I feel like they're d- defensively minded. Yeah. Uh, and they, they fucking kick ass. They, like, yeah. hit people pretty hard. Yeah. I mean, we got, you know, Jacobson, who's, who's doing the – I mean, when we were, we were talking about the diving in the last segment, mm-hmm. uh, he was one of those players yelling at people to get up. You yeah. know, from the other team that were diving like that, not in our house, which if you want, if you want New York City to like you, tough and gritty yeah. is probably. And I know the city is not like it used to be in the 70s and 80s. And, and you know, it's not that anymore. It's now it's, you know, kids Gi- making cheese. Giuliani, am I right? Yeah, I mean, come on, right? <laughs> police state, everybody. Uh, if you know, maybe it's not that gritty anymore. But if you want New Yorkers to love you you got to show that you're not going to take any shit. Did you see RJ Allen guarding uh, Sebastian Giovinco? Oh my god, in his pocket, dude. Oh my, he was like, "You ain't, you're not going anywhere." Yeah, and here's the thing about Sebastian Giovinco, I loved him. He's great when he played for Juventus and when he was mm-hmm. on the Italian national team. I was not a fan of him. I'm not sure if he wasn't chosen or if he was on the bench. He certainly wasn't starting mm-hmm. uh, for this last World Cup. Um, I thought he was incredible, and he's he's got skills like you wouldn't believe uh you know he's one of those guys that you can tell was that you know i i met with um i I met a bunch of scottish guys at a yankee game like four years ago and we were talking about uh the game of soccer because i'm a big soccer fan they were shocked that there was a big soccer fan anywhere in their midst Mm -hmm. while they were in new york and um he said you know he goes the biggest issue with you guys um and soccer is that you're taking athletes and teaching them how to be footballers He's like, we get footballers and teach them how to be athletes. Uh, yeah, He's like, so football is grain, ingrained in their brain. They're footballers. They're, they're high IQ for the sport. They play the sport whether they're gasping for air or not. They know where to stand. Yeah. You guys, and I think it was uh, Sir Alex Ferguson who famously said about the American team a while ago at this point. But he said, you know, you have square feet, meaning you can only go forward, backwards, and sideways. You don't have a lot of talent as far as lateral movement and dancing around. But you run forever. You know, you have yeah. the hearts of robots, something along those lines. He's like, you just keep running forever. So we're athletically fit, but we don't have – these guys are bringing Javinko, Pirlo, Lampard, these – and Mix, of course. Mm-hmm. They're bringing incredible talent with them. That's something that is you only get from playing every single day of your life. Yeah. Playing with – 
pickup games, things like that that we don't do in this country. These guys did when they were young. They were like in academies as kids, and I mean, they just learned the sport inside and out. And you so, you sort of see the the difference, especially in MLS, which with with this uh, designated player system, right. which is uh, you know not like any other league. Right. Uh, you can see the clear difference in a designated player and someone who isn't. Yeah. Uh, especially it, when they're they're world class. Of talent. course. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's. It's interesting, especially coming from uh, going to those like Metro Stars games, yeah. To then going to the Red Bulls games and just seeing like, oh wow, th- the qu- this the yeah. quality is so evidently clear, yeah. Uh, that it's like it, it's almost it's a little startling. But what's what's happening now is that the the you know the regular players, the normies, yeah, uh, <laughs> are. are they're catching up. Normies I mean, this is a great <laughs> because they're they're uh, uh, getting influenced by the, these de- designated players that they're playing with and right. that they're playing against. So the, the the quality of competition and the standard is immediately raised. And not only that, I mean, we also and you know, I will say this about R.J. Allen. And when we played Sebastian Jovinko, we played him really hard. Yeah, we were kicking him. We were let, we were yeah. fouling him quite a bit. And again, that's a great way to get him off his tactic. But I agree with you. I think a lot of what's happening in the U.S. is that we seem I, – I don't want to use the term catching up. We're starting to learn. Um, we're starting to learn from them. And I think a lot of what's happening is that, you know, we have academies now, and we have these kids that are being trained the right way. You know, what's important is, like, you know, before you're 12, you don't you do a header because you don't want to get concussions early. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe learning – you know, step overs and things like that when you're nine are really not that important. Learning how to pass at that point is more important. We're, we're developing them throughout their, their years as opposed to the way the sport was, was you just went to a bunch of different traveling teams and those coaches taught you to win, to win the game, not yeah. to develop you. Now we're learning to develop, so we're catching up to some degree. Yeah, but, uh, you know, also every year uh, FIFA adds a new, like, joystick, right? right analog move yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Every, well, we got a we got a new thing to learn yeah everyone's <laughs> like oh that's pretty dope you know like i remember i was like how come uh, how come we can't score any curling shots in the league the first goal ever scored in the mls was a curling shot from eric Winalda. like okay yeah you know but it's like you assume or even i did and i'm saying i'm, I'm incriminating myself here i assume like you know when you see like maybe on free kicks a little better in europe but you see these players that are like curling around the wall. I mean, David Villa's last goal yeah. um, against the Montreal Impact, the his free kick goal, amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, amazing to watch. And we're thinking like, oh, why can't we do it? We can in spurts. It, it's funny. It brings up, you know, uh, Jimmy Conrad, uh, who's um, uh, an ex-national uh, ex, uh, team player. He said, when did he realize? He was in college playing soccer, and he didn't have any ideas that he would ever play professionally. And they, and they said, when did you know? There was a player named Canoe who played for Arsenal who was in UCLA. Uh, for a heart condition or a back condition. I'm not exactly sure. Um, I forget now. But nonetheless, he was there rehabilitating, and he had gotten surgery. So he went and practiced with the college team. Yeah. And he realized, first of all, incredible player, and he was incredible for Arsenal. Um, but he said, you know, there wasn't anything he could do that they couldn't. The difference was he never made a mistake. You know, so he realized all I have to do is he keep never, practicing. Never, yeah, he just never really took chances, meaning. No, no, he was... Incredible, but it, like everything he tried to do, he succeeded. Okay, okay. Like if he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit that player with a long pass," he hit that player with a long pass. You know what I mean? Like he he wasn't like, "Oh, I'm gonna try to curl," and then it went awry. Like okay, he okay. was, he didn't make mistakes. Like he okay, he was good enough. Yeah, he had mm-hmm. enough talent. But there weren't like skill level things that he was doing that those players couldn't do. You know, he could 
keepy uppy for a long time. Those guys could keepy uppy for a long time. You know, he could hit a curling shot. Some of those guys could hit curling shots. You I, know, I've actually never heard keepy uppy before. Oh, that's it. You know, we're just yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I figured about it. It just sounded cute. Sounded oh, well, cute. yeah. Well, that's why I say that to the wife when she's uh, when she's mad at me. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> is that what you? That's what when you have an erection. It's yeah, like, I say it's, I keepy I, uppy. It's, it's keepy uppy. Yeah. Well, I'm rocking around in hot pants and. Uh, She's like, uh, how about put it down? Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm like, hell no. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's, you know, the, he said that it was like, uh, there wasn't anything he couldn't do that Canoe could do. It wasn't like he had this incredible level of talent that, that was unreachable. The thing was is that he was, he practiced so hard yeah. and he played so well. Like, you know, he worked so hard at it. Then when he tried to do something on the field, it happened. It wasn't like this yeah. big, you know, floundering He mistake. was a mortal yeah. man and yeah. he just practiced and like anything else. and it seems like, like i feel like that's what these guys lampard and pierlo and, and via specifically are going to teach these younger guys like Kyrie shelton yeah and some of these other young uh players um you know imagine that, imagine uh, given that we know Kyrie very right, well being that we're best friends just imagine like being in that position or as comedians right if one day uh seinfeld and burr and louis just like was like, uh, hey, we're just going to show you the ropes. That'd be huge. That would be insane. We would love to go on tour with Burr because it would be, or like, you know, even like a Colin Quinn is like, um, you know, would be like, uh, God, that'd be like, uh, I don't know, like comedy college. Yeah. You'd be like finishing school for comedy. You know, it's all those little details. Like we know how to be funny, but being a great comedian is a whole nother level. And I think being really good at soccer is a thing, you know, it was like, and I think we get that. And I think, you know, a lot of people like to shit on the MLS because it's not the Premier League and it's not La Liga and it's not Bundesliga. It's not Ligue 1 or whatever you want to call the French League. But we're getting there. You know what I mean? We're very good at the sport. The, the thing. And look at our national team. Yeah. It's just been beautiful. Yeah. We're good. We're not amazing yet. You know, and we seem to be very direct. But people are, st- we were getting some, you know, international acknowledgement. I mean, those yeah. two friendlies, uh, the, 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 being, the beating Netherlands and beating, beating Germany. And, beating Germany. And, and even if you say it's their B squad, we couldn't beat their D squad <laughs> 10 years ago. You know, it's a big deal. And also people are like, yeah, it's, it might be the B squad. Germany and, and the Netherlands do not want to lose to the U.S. No. It is fucking humiliating in yeah. their countries to lose to those teams, even if it's it could be the under-21 team. Yeah, it and could be the friendly. <laughs> it could be a friendly, and it could be the U-21 versus the men's national team in the U.S. Yeah. And they do not want to lose because they don't see us as really taking the sport seriously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to some degree, this team that's this next World Cup's team, this next cycle, will be the team that breaks out of that, like, rich suburban kids playing the sport that's what it's been up until now because it's a pay-for-play sport yeah. you know and it's not it's not like uh you know it's not this thing where like people but now we have non-pay-for-play academies these are as long as you and the nycfc has you know youth affiliate partners that's all right. over new york mm-hmm. and amazing i mean dude like we have some great like development teams like the brooklyn italians and uh blau gosh we uh, academy some amazing downtown united incredible development schools um but now they said if you have the talent you will be uh in the development so like yes part of it is still pay for play like you can still pay mm-hmm. to have your kid in there but if you have the talent you don't have the money that's not going to stop you now i don't know what that means that could mean like finance you know hey we'll finance it at zero percent or something along those sure. lines i'm not 100 percent sure but what basically is happening is if you can play the sport you will have the opportunity to develop which is huge yeah it's all it's similar to um 
boxing in uh i remember so i forgot the 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 guy that's on uh espn he's on uh sports nation uh max keller max keller right yeah he was talking about how uh the reason uh boxing is not really like uh, uh just as popular as it used to be is uh, and and the the people who box are people in the in the lower uh socioeconomic right. classes so right that's uh, uh you know as the as you know Per demographic, when those start to change, then they stop boxing. So, like, that's why you don't really see, like, Italian boxers. Because in the 40s, you know, uh, you know, 30, like, Italians were the new immigrants, uh, uh, poorer, and they were the ones who wanted to box and stuff uh, like that. So, uh, yeah, so it seems like if, if the sport is uh, connecting with, you know, lower class. Right. Uh, totally. Which p- is people, you know, children. Then you're gonna produce more talent as opposed to it being uh, solely for uh, you know uh, uh, middle class or upper class uh, people. I mean, think about if you go to Brazil, these people are. Playing. I don't have to. I don't have to think about it because I've been right. Well, um, okay. Then remember. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, okay. Okay. Let me, let me put my erection. What parts? Back. I was gonna say. What parts are we remembering? Uh, it seems to be like you're remembering something we're not allowed to talk about <laughs> on this podcast. Um, but think back to when you were <laughs> yes. in Brazil. There's kids learning the sport barefoot in dirt patches mm-hmm. because it's popular. And I mean dirt, not barefoot and dirt patches because they can't afford anything else. Yeah. And they're learning how to play the sport. Uh, Neymar famously, you know, didn't have shoes to play the sport. Um, and that's Actually, who's learning still the sport. doesn't wear shoes on the yeah. pitch. By the way, just welds that, those cleats so right to the good. bottom. Those studs. Very right? impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> uh, and uh, by the way, rubs dirt all over his body <laughs> uh, just to get that feeling again. Um, everybody wants to remember what they were like when I was a kid. But I mean, here we go. I like our, our, like whatever you want to call them, our lower income, you know, more basketball, more football, more baseball. Yeah. It's uh, the sports that are easy to, uh, to have access to. Right. When thinking about it, in soccer, all you need is a goddamn ball. No, you could paint the square on a wall and that's a goal. Like, you know what I mean? All you need is a ball. That's it. So I think if, if I became, if I ever had enough money to become a philanthropist, right? Okay. So again, well, that's well, how much is that? $40, $50? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, if you count Shake Shack, <laughs> then yeah, giving money to them. Um, but if I ever had like... A couple mil, right? Because I want to. I want to treat daddy first, and that's okay. me, not okay. my father. Don't know who he is. Uh, but if I ever wanted to treat myself and my wife, right? And then after that, a couple dollars towards what I love. Mm-hmm. I think I'd put like development. Um, I'd put like development uh, academies in Newark or something. You know what I mean? Okay. Or like maybe like Brownsville, if but Brownsville I, isn't fully gentrified. By I the mean, way. but what what sort of helps uh, the youth get excited about any sport is yeah. is they need a role model they need yeah. people to are you saying that's me uh yeah that could be you <laughs> yeah it could be i think just uh, seeing all these children with your haircut oh my great. god well yeah i mean it is the official <laughs> soccer haircut uh which i didn't do on purpose yeah my uh, uzbekistani boxer uh barber told me he's like eh, this is summer cut and i'm like i'm not gonna say no to you because uh, you know how to murder me seven days seven ways to sunday but as, as soon as uh you know uh young people can get uh you know uh, uh, excited about a particular player uh-huh there i you know for me i loved basketball when i was a kid right penny hardaway i wanted to be Penny, Penny Hardaway. Hardaway. So you had a bad back. I had a bad, <laughs> terrible knees. Terrible knees. <laughs> uh, but his his philosophy on playing basketball was very tall point guard. Obviously similar to Magic Johnson. I Bruce, love that. Better scorer. Yeah. Uh, but he 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 definitely focused on being a point guard 
first, but he but he could also fill up a highlight reel, right? Right. So that's how I I I feel like I patterned my life around that. Right. Where like I, yeah, I want other people to get shine. Right. But if I have to, you know, take over the game. Right. You You're can there. You can count on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> available. You're available to shine. Yeah. So that, that you don't mind turning the spotlight on yourself sometimes. I don't. I don't. But I, but if I if I had a choice, yeah. it's on somebody else first. That's okay. how that's it's called humility. Yeah. Modesty. Right. Two <laughs> things I don't have. Uh, and boy, do I like partnering with you because you will shine that spotlight on me. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. Here's what I looked up while you were talking before. Go. The population of New York City is 8.2 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, United States as a country is ranked number, I think still number 27, if I'm not mistaken. The last time I checked, was it's in April, right? Mm-hmm. 27. Uruguay is ranked number eight in soccer. Guess the population of their country, if you had to guess. Uh, definitely, uh, I don't know, uh, 10 million. 3.4 million. Wow. So. I feel like we're. A third. I, I feel like Uruguayans are. Becoming extinct. We should look into <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Very few people. Them and redheads. <laughs> redheads, bald eagles, yeah. and Uruguayans. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, they have 3.2, and they're ranked number eight. Okay? And because everyone in that country loves soccer, mm-hmm. right? New York City has 8.2 million people. We have, at, at Access, we have three times almost as many people as the country of Uruguay. And they're ranked number eight. I honestly think New York City Football Club. And obviously Red Bulls because they have access to a much wider audience around us. 20 million if you take the metro area. I think the two of us could develop, NYCFC alone could develop at least half, if we do this right, at least half of the U.S. men's national team. And we would be ranked very well. Do you get what I'm saying? That would be, you know what, there would, nothing would make me happier than a U.S. men's national team. It's just like uh, could you imagine the, uh, the Joe from Bay Ridge? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what I did? I uh, I, 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 I noticed the defender wasn't around me, so I kicked the ball. Next thing you know, I get prosciutto. You know, it'd be like the greatest. That would be. Oh uh, yeah. Would, would that not be the greatest day of your life <laughs> if there was just some guy and they're like Joey, Joey, bag of donuts, is <laughs> winning. It wins the World Cup for the U.S. <laughs> And he's just doing the forget about it hand, you know, like the touching all the fingertips together. It it it, it sounds plausible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, th- yeah. Th- right. The real issue is how do how do uh, how do you connect with that many fans? It it, yeah. it even you know there there are people I tell about and uh, you know I talk about NYCFC with them and they don't even know. They didn't even know a team, a soccer team played here. No, they're like, oh, I thought that was, uh, I thought they played in Jersey. Yeah. Oh, the Red Bulls changed their name. I hear that a lot. <laughs> I hear that a lot. So, it, you know, that that is the the, the biggest right. sort of mountain. <laughs> Vinny from Bensonhurst, <laughs> and he's like, Maria, I just won the World Cup. I'm coming home. I'm bringing it home, baby girl. Oh my God. We're going to the Hamptons. <laughs> Oh my God! I would my day would be fulfilled. You want froyo? Yeah, yeah. What do you want to do? Sixteen handles? Froyo tonight for everybody. Everybody, you know what? Everybody, come on. We're going to my mom's house. We're gonna have a little bit of pasta. She's Sicilian. We'll do some cannolis at the end, and we'll go out. We'll have some fun. I know this guy who can get us in a marquee. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting. Almost what NYCFC is doing, uh, especially getting specifically via Lampard and and Pirlo, where they're like, who are the demos? Yeah, that we can get to. Uh, I mean, obviously, New York, big Italian population, huge Italian population. When when Italy won the World Cup, yeah, there was I, parades here. There was parade. I went to. I was in Bensonhurst. Yeah, uh, and 18th Ave must have been. 18th Ave was insane. insane. Yeah, 
so crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, no other times do those Sicilians, because that's all Sicilians, <laughs> do they ever want to be considered Italians until Italy wins the World Cup? Then all of a sudden, there was, they want to they march. I didn't know where, you know, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. I, I didn't know where I was. Yeah. I, was just, I, I couldn't believe that there was, I was this in, much excitement. I was in Jersey at the time, and you can get any sandwich you wanted for free in any deli. Yeah. Because everyone was excited. In fact, there's a place called Big Stash's in Kearney, New Jersey, where they still have... Tony Miola's poster because he's from there and that Italian team. Everyone's got a mullet. You know, Everyone has a mullet. I, this is why I love you yeah. because all your miles, milestones are food related. Yeah, well, They're always. <laughs> how do you think I end up looking like this? Where, where, where were you when Jeff K was shot? Oh, I was, uh, I was eating. I'm glad you asked because <laughs> I had this slice of pizza in my <laughs> Like, oh, man. What a, it was a rough moment. It was a good pizza. Though. Yeah, that's not the pizza wasn't bad, but it kind of almost ruined it. I got to be honest with you. Uh, and this is this. I think that's why people think I'm Italian. I have that North Jersey accent. I'm always talking about pizza or some type of cured meat. Uh, but listen, I mean, uh, this has been absolutely hilarious. We we've got some other stuff that we didn't even get to, so we're right. going to do this on the next episode. Oh, we, yeah, there's too much, guys. If you're listening, thank you so much for listening, guys. We have follow us on Instagram at Soccer Cooligans on Twitter at Soccer Cooligans. Our website SoccerCooligans.com. I mean, it's so easy to follow us. Do uh, it. It's a uh, yeah. This is going to be. It's going to be great. We got uh, we got other stuff. We got our YouTube channel. We're going to have a bunch of awesome videos right. uh, coming up for you guys. Um, we're going to do some fan reaction stuff. We're going to try to get some sketches up there. Uh, we got a lot of plans. We got a lot of ideas. If you guys have anything you want us to do, you want us to see see us do, um, you know, feel free to shoot us some ideas. Uh, we're more than happy. If we love yeah. them, we'll give you credit for it, and we'll film it. We'll record it. Whatever you guys want. Something you want to hear um, on this podcast. But, again, this is our first episode. I've had a blast. We went a little over an hour. This is awesome. I think, I think the fans will, uh, you know, they'll – They'll allow it. Yeah, I think they'll allow it for this I, one. I, I think, I think people <laughs> will like listening to this. Yeah, is I that like, is that? I don't know if that's weird to say on a podcast on the yeah, first podcast. I, I but this this feels that sounds like something you say off the mic. No, no, <laughs> yeah, you're going right for it. This here. feels like something I would want to listen to. You know, yeah. I I want. Uh, to hear about the MLS, I'm excited about that league specifically, yeah. and I want to get. And I, I wish more people. I, it's already kind of happening where other comedians have been hitting me up, like, "Hey, let me know when you're gonna go to game." And, and oh my god, so many people want to go to these games. It's it's something's happening. Yeah, and most people believed it wouldn't happen in in New York. Uh, that it would be like uh, you're a very passive fan. We have a very aggressive fan base, and it's awesome. People people who don't care about the sport care about going to see a match at least. I have a friend who's a big dog for Arsenal who's come from England who's coming to the U.S., and he wanted to go see an NYCFC match. He's heard great things about it. Yeah. He's going to the Toronto FC match, so he's going to see, hopefully, Lampard. He's going to see Mix. He's going to see Villa. He's going to see uh, Jovinko. He's going to see Bradley. He's going to see uh, Altidore. He's going to see some amazing uh, players. Um, and, I, dude, you and I, I mean, this is great. I'm glad we finally get to work together on something. we got a lot of stuff in store for you guys. Very much so. Um, guys, follow us all. Um, if you want to follow me directly at not Alexis on both Instagram and Twitter, N O T A L E X I S. What are you? Um, on Twitter at Chris Polanco and on Instagram at Christian underscore Polanco. Okay. Some fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> to use this Chris Polanco. It doesn't even post anything. Yeah. So that's the worst. I can't ugh, stand that. What are you gonna do? Uh, and Christian is C H R I S T I A N. Uh, yes. Nice. All right, cool. So guys, Polanco P O L A N C O. Guys, you know me, Alexis, not Alexis, very simple, A-L-E-X-I-S, just like the Arsenal player. It's been my name my whole life, and it's pretty cool that my favorite <laughs> player, my favorite team has a player with names. You guys get it. Um, listen, um, if you guys have any questions for us, the one thing we forgot to mention yet again um, is 
or we forgot to mention for the third time in a row, is soccer cooligans, soccer cooligans Ooh, almost, at gmail. You almost messed that up. Dot com. That's the name <laughs> but, I came up with. But but that but that's how uh, natural it feels. People, right. People, it'll become uh, you know like a tattoo. People. Love yeah, it. I think. Yeah, I yeah. mean, people get our faces on their backs. <laughs> I mean, you know, enough with the Mar- uh, you know Diego Maradona, right? I mean, use us, <laughs> guys. I had an absolute blast. Dude, did you have fun? This was the best. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Again, any questions, shoot us shoot us a message. Cooligans. Man, Cooligans, we out.